Welcome back to another episode of Sober Black Girls Club Podcast with your host, Jay Nicole and Katie. Katie, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> um, I'm good. A little tired. I actually got a cat recently. <laughs> you got a cat? Is that your first is this, is this your first pet or not my first pet. I've had a turtle and I've had a dog named Bella. I had a turtle when I was younger. His name was Tum Tum. And I had a um, dog in law school. Her name is Bella. And now I have a cat. And her name is Lolita. What is it? Lolita. Lolita. She's Lolita. a tuxedo cat. She's so cute. Um, and she's so adorable. Um, I've been going to like the rescues and shelters since I've actually moved, but I wasn't like really moved or sold on a cat. I put a deposit down for a hairless cat. You know, look at Sphinx, those Sphinx cats. I can't wait. Um, they're just so adorable to me. And I should be getting mine like next year, but I'm just like, I really want a cat now. I don't want to wait. So that cat is going to be here next year. But in the meantime, I went to like a rescue. I finally went to a rescue. Finally decided on a cat. Her name is Lolita. She's a black and white tuxedo cat she's just so adorable and um i received her like paperwork yesterday finally and she is actually a leo which is so on brand um and cats i'm gonna not spend this i'm not gonna let me say something everyone i've been talking to today like i've been spending hours talking about cats because they're really fascinating and just right now she is like before cats can get used to like their new being the new human um they have to like get adapted to their environment so like she's like just she like hid under my vanity all night yesterday and i'm like okay and then this morning when i looked under the vanity she wasn't there and i'm like where is she so i looked around late for work and everything just to find her up on my cupboards like i'm like girl you uh (laughs) You have a black human being. You are not supposed to be in my kitchen. Like, so we got to figure something out. Like, hell to the no. I didn't even want her in my bathroom because that's my secret space. But I was like, you know what? It's her first, you know, her first night here. Be easy. Like, whatever. So I moved all her stuff to my bathroom just for a couple of days. That's that was already me being like, let's, you know, I'm going to compromise. But girl, you are not about to be in my kitchen. Um, that's absolutely mother effing not. Um, but I have learned a few tricks. So tonight I'm going to put some aluminum foil. Supposedly they don't like, like the, the aluminum foil. I don't know if it's the reflection or what it is, but it just scares them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put that on the cupboards because she literally, like, if you knew how high my cupboards are, like, I'm like, girl, how did you get up there? But cats are really smart mm-hmm. and they're really flexible and um better than dogs that's that better than dogs wow <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm happy i'm happy that you have your cat and that you guys are getting accustomed to each other i you know what cats that that's a crazy story about drinking too but i am allergic to cats so instantly like if i go into your house and i'll be before i even see a cat i'll be like i know it's a cat here somewhere really yeah like i'm allergic to cats too but i'm I'm, i've been fine with her yeah maybe it's different ones i don't know but i'm always it doesn't matter if it's a kitten if it's whatever like doesn't matter the age like i'm always allergic so at college i went to um it was a one apartment that we always like party at 
and they had cats. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking. So how can I take Benadryl at the same time? <laughs> I was like, well, just going to have to take the risk because I'm not leaving the party. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was that. Needless to say, I'm sure that turned into a crazy night because I was on Benadryl and drinking at the same time, so it was not good. But I would have been knocked out on the floor, sleeping slow. Yeah. Can't say I wasn't, but I can't tell you what what was the reason if it was the alcohol or the Benadryl. <laughs> the responsible thing would have been to say, "Let me leave and go home." Like I'm, I feel like I can't breathe and my eyes are itching, but I'm like, "Hey, you guys got Benadryl." And just continued on, just drinking and, and you know whatever, enjoying that Saturday night. Um, so that's cool. I'm, I'm that's excited. I didn't know you were in the market for. Uh, <laughs> in the market, go by. In the market, so yeah, I actually okay. So this has been actually a turn of events since like I know this has nothing to do with this episode. Oh well. Um, it's a turn of events of like the last episode so not only have i gotten a cat i've also started like online dating which has been a lot of fun it's been very casual tell us details details. it's just been fun it's just been very casual i don't know i feel like i don't know it's it's been i feel like last month was just such like an eye open you know when you just don't realize certain patterns about yourself and then you realize them you're like okay because it's like if you could if if it was a friend telling you this, you would. I would be looking at my friend like, "Girl, we need help." <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I wouldn't. And and like and I in the least judgmental way, I would be looking at my friend like, "Girl, that's not okay. <laughs> that's not. That's really beneath you." And and um, one of like the most helpful tools that I've been um using for myself that's been really helpful is like talking to myself in a way that I would talk to like a friend. <laughs> No, that that that's actually like really good. It is helpful. It's like it's like my like the same thing that my friends tell me. I'm just like, mm, I'm sorry. Like you, it's just I'm sorry. Like this is really beneath you. And so there's some things I'm like, sorry. Wait, when you say this is really beneath you. Do you mean like the person or just the scenario? The scenario, the circumstance, the way you're letting people treat you, the way you're treating yourself is beneath you. Like wake up. Like, you know what I mean? It's beneath you. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm truthfully sorry. But, like, there's some things that are just really beneath me. And um, I guess, like, you just don't know you're in the situation until someone is telling you, like, hey, this is what's going on. And I can understand, like, sometimes it's really hard for me to understand, like, how did I not see it? But sometimes it happens. Like, you know, sometimes I have to, Katie, you're not perfect. And it's like, wow, I'm not. I mean, I'm joking. But anyways. No, that's also, it's hard. It's always, like, people talk about, like, being mindful of, like, the shadow that you cast. And they, you know, they call it a shadow for a reason because we can't fully, like, see that about ourselves. I'm always, I've learned a lot about myself, too. And it was not, like, easy to, um, I don't want to say accept. But, I, I mean, I have changed in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, I think some of the things, it, it, it would just take, like, a lot to reverse uh, but being mindful of it, you know, I will say having my daughter has really helped too with like a lot of my bad patterns because it's just like, I mean, bad might be a stretch, but like things that aren't the best, you just try to think about it. Like, dang, like I don't want to be that example. And I don't, you know, I don't know. You just can't make an excuse and say, this is just who I am. If you want to, right. You know? 
Yeah, so, like, with, I'll say this real quick, like, with the whole, like, um, dating thing, I realized, like, for, in August, I've, I didn't understand this, but the whole theme, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but, oh, well, we have an hour to chat. In August, I guess for me, like, the theme that I, that just, like, was, like, wow, like, oh my gosh, I did not realize this was, um, I feel like I was abandoning a lot of, like, my values and my self-expression and who truly, like, the things that, like, make me feel good, that I'm proud of. Uh, I was abandoning those things or neglecting them things so I can, like, in fear, like, I have this fear of abandonment, rejection just to keep certain people, just to, like, appease and appeal to, like, certain people and, like, keep them happy and keep them safe, right? And I just really, like, I would just go with anything and everything and just thinking that, like, it's because I'm being nice and, cause, and it's like, no, you're, it's not because you're being nice because you don't want, you, you're scared that, like, if this, if, if you do A, B, and C, this person is not going to like it and then um, you're going to be alone. But the truth is, you want to live in your authenticity because you want to find a person that you don't have to pretend to be yourself with. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, and it's like, even though this is kind of common sense, I guess, I don't know. I think it's a pandemic. Like I've been living a lot of my life online. Um, it took like me being moving and really being outside and integrated with people to be like, okay, I forgot. Like I actually do have standards. I actually do have requirements. I actually do have rules. And it's like, it's not nice just to allow people to keep to anyone just to have parts of you and come into your life. It's like, no, you actually have to like figure out if you guys, if you truly like them, like, you know, just because someone likes you doesn't matter. Like, do you like them? That's like a prong. That's like something that you have to figure out. Um, so that's why now I'm not gonna lie. Dating has been fun. Cause like, do I like you? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ball kind of feels like it's in my court where before it didn't feel like it was in my court. Um, so yeah, I got a cat. I'm dating. Can I share one thing? This is hilarious. And Bro, you can I'm share as, much, as many things as you want to share. Okay, so yesterday, my cat, right? As soon as it came into the house, it was like hiding underneath my vanity. And I'm like, why is the cat hiding my vanity? And I was being extra. But I learned like the cat has to, like, the cat hides. Cats hide, especially when they're coming into a new environment, they're scared. Blah, 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 blah. So I text my friends. So me and my friend were texting back and forth. And I was like, I'm a little nervous that she may not like me. Laugh my ass off loud. I think that's what's troubling me a bit. But you're right. I'm just going to be a little patient. She was telling me, like, Katie, it's a cat. Like, cats hide all the time. And <laughs> especially when it's in a new environment. She has two cats of her herself. Or she has had two cats in the past. Now she has one. And... She said, <laughs> she said, it will be fine. Just pretend that you're trying to get someone with a similar personality as you to feel comfortable. And I was like, girl, what are you talking about? She said, pretend you are trying to get a moody, guarded cancer like yourself to feel comfortable. I was <laughs> cracking the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, when you think about it, I'm somewhat like a cat. Like, I do have, like, a private side. But there's some people I'm just like, get the F away from me. Yeah, I can be moody. But when I tell you all last night, I was cracking up at her comment pretend you're trying to get a moody garlic cancer like yourself to feel comfortable i'm so sorry I mean, that is mad funny anyways how you doing how's your day going 
No, no, that is funny. I'm not laughing because I think it's true. I'm just laughing. I don't think I'm moody, but, um, and you know what's so funny? When she said that, I was like, I'm not moody and I'm not guarded. And I was telling my mentor this this morning. She was like, well, I can see how you're guarded. I don't really think you're moody. She's like, when you're taking care of yourself and you're, you're eating well and you're, like, happy, like, you're not moody. But, like, yeah, when you're sleep deprived, I can see how you can be a little moody. I was cracking up. I don't think I'm moody. I really don't think I'm moody. I think that, like, when I'm pretending to like something or someone and like pretending to be this nice person all the time, like, yeah, my, my demeanor can be conflicting and it can be moody. Like, cause like truthfully, I don't want to be doing this. And that's when I'm not being authentic, but do I genuinely think I'm a moody person? Like, no, like I'm not moody. Am I a little guarded? Yeah. But that's just, that's not for everyone. It's, it's only like, yeah, you know, my, yeah. And nothing wrong being guarded. Anyways, girl, next. See, I don't know. I don't see you really as guarded, but I guess, again, it just depends on the person. The person or the scenario, I guess. Scenario. I think you're very, like, forthcoming, like, welcome, thank like, you. just open. I don't know. I don't know. Thank I don't see you. it that way. Um, so, you. yeah, but I mean, thank you for sharing all that. I think one of the things that you said is funny because so I forget what I was watching there talking about, like, what you want in a partner and stuff. And it was like, if you, cause this is the thing, if you can't be like your authentic self, how that, that just can't maintain for the length of a relationship. Like it just really can't. So to start off that way is like, how am I going to sustain this? Because something is going to bring it out of you or trigger you or make you feel away. And so sometimes you're, it, it's, it's, it could just, so this is, this is a very small thing. When Tanya and I first started dating, I, we used to stay up late on the phone like talking <laughs> mm -hmm. but I really you notice I don't stay up late like I can't even stay up really past like 8 30 <laughs> in real life mm -hmm. so there was some time and she's like you're going to bed I'm like yeah she's like well we used to talk on the phone on time I'm like yeah but that was in the beginning like I was just like doing that like that's not really like who I am I, I really go to bed before the sun that's a small thing but in, in the reality like yeah it, it but I also think too like some parts of your personality and who you are, it you may not show that until you feel comfortable. That's also a part of it too. So I think it's there's a difference there between not showing not showing who you are and then being someone different. Yeah, and can I just say this real quick? I think it's also like sometimes we don't know the reason why we do what we do. Like we don't like sometimes it's like this is this can gen like you genuinely can be the person who wants to sleep early, right? Like you want to sleep early, or maybe you just have anxiety a lot, and like you have anxiety a lot. Maybe like the anxiety, you being anxious, is what's really bringing you want to to sleep early and the day early, right? And it's like, and who knows what the anxiety stems from. Um, and it's like, you get older and then you learn like, wait, I, ha I, mean, I have anxiety and like, maybe like, maybe I do like being up late at night, but I just have never been able to explore that part of myself because of like A, B and C. And for me, it's like, I feel like a lot of the things that a lot of the ways and the ways and the manners that I was acting was because of childhood things that I didn't know were really affecting me. Like, I just, you know what I mean? It's like doing acting in a way and behaving in a way because because i want to consciously is it's is one thing even if it, even if it's not really my authenticity but it's like okay i want to impress this person i'm gonna do 
like, I'm going to do this because I want to impress this person. But I was doing things be- out of fear. And I was yeah. doing things out of, yeah, out of, out of fear and, and loss and, and rejection that I didn't even know, like, existed. And I think that's what was just so mind-boggling to me. Because it's just like, oh, I'm scared of this and that. Like, F that. But continue. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. No, I agree with what you're saying. That's powerful. I hope that whoever's listening, they hear that part where you said, like, even to the point of our or how our personality is being reflected can be driven mm-hmm. by fear. You said, like, by fear. Like, fear is such a short word, but it is powerful. Like, that abandonment, rejection, and just all of those things, like, you know, even myself, like, I'm a pretty strong, like, opinion opinion person and things like that. But I realize that more in my adult life that I'm actually not really that confrontational. I don't, I don't actually enjoy confrontation. And I like to be held in people's good graces. Like, I'm actually not one of those people who would be like, I don't care what they think about me. It is what it is. Like, that, that, would, that would be a lie. I'm not really, that's not really me. I actually do care. And I'll be like, dang, like, I don't know. Like, is that person mad? Like, I don't know. Like, why? It'd be something crazy, like their phone fell in the toilet or something so they didn't text me back but it's not because of that and so again, a lot of that you have the nerves continue <laughs> <laughs> you have the nerves my phone, my phone always is always in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> yo i'm not even lying to you yesterday i had to send three messages to three different people that said this is the true reason but it's bad that this is how i found out my phone told me that I need, I need like more storage. So it was like, oh, your messages are a big part of it. So I go back. I had messages in my phone since like 2018. But anyway, so I'm looking at which ones to delete. So more recent conversations, I'm like, yo, I never text this person back. So I made a message that said, hey, I was going through my conversations. I had to delete some old messages. And I realized I never text you back. I had to send that to like three people because that really happened. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm terrible. Like, just call me. We can talk. But anyway, not to derail the conversation, but yeah, like fear is definitely something that that drives us. And also think too, like just lending into the conversation to kind of tie it into sobriety and just, you know, those things as well is that like wanting to be liked and wanting to be accepted and wanting to fill in and not out like that, that um, herd mentality. Or like being, imagine like that, like dealing with a an addiction and then needing to break away from this crowd or this group. But like, what if you're also b- battling with like a rejection, abandonment issues? So the fear is like maybe the the getting sober part wouldn't even be the hardest part, but it's also compounded with the fact that you don't want to be alone. So you're gonna just put your own self here on this. Um, excuse me, put your own self in danger harm yourself and live this life of bad choices because you don't want to be alone it is that powerful that people and it's like i try to tell people it's like it's not that i don't i don't like you i just love me more and so finding those ways to like remember that about yourself is super important but no i i'm i'm kind of in that space too where i, I definitely have some some codependency stuff i think it's one of the biggest things for me is trying to make sure that everybody is like happy and that like everybody is good. And if I can't, if I can't do that, that will give me a lot, a lot of anxiety. 
like feeling like I can't make like make people's problems go away or make my family feel good or like just it's just I don't know but I, I know um when I was in therapy you talked about when you talked about childhood a lot of it has to do with that I was in environments that domestic violence existed and alcohol and drugs existed so it was just like I felt unsafe so I guess like you know, making people happy or just like controlling the situation in a certain way was something that made me feel better, I guess. So yeah, a lot of that stuff don't leave you when you get old. Just have those problems. (laughs) Not if you don't handle it. And the truth is, you don't know that these are problems until they present as problems. Until you're able to speak with someone who has the knowledge and the information to really process the cultural competency, the language, to really process, get to know you, one, as a human being, understand your experiences, and then process them for you and be like, girl, this is what that is. Like, I had therapy yesterday. Where my therapist be? I mean, like, yeah. You know that meme from The Wire where that guy's like in the store with like Edith Alba? You know that meme? You're not an internet person, anyways. Yeah, I don't know the meme. I don't know the meme, though. Where the guy is like, well, I it's, it's a funny meme. And it's just like, you know, when she be talking, I'd be like, yo, I never thought about that. Oh, right. So I feel like it's so important to give yourself grace in this journey because, like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll be thinking I'm a real healed person. And then I'll be like, oop. God will be like, not that you thought. <laughs> I'll be thinking, yo, there'll be moments where I'll be thinking like, okay, Katie, you may not be that rational. <laughs> like, you may not be that rational. You may not. That's why I'm so, like, now I'm just not as quick to, to, to challenge certain things, to think I'm right. I got to take a step back and really think and process what has happened. Um, I'm learning to try. I'm going to be very honest. I, before this whole ordeal has stopped, I started, like, the whole, when I say whole ordeal, I'm talking about August 2023. Like, let us know in the comments. Send us DMs. Send us emails. Let us know how your August was. Because I just feel like, August was a real trying month for a lot of people. I feel like August was like a year in itself. Like what? Like what? When I tell you, like what was going on? Um, you see, August twenty twenty three was so much that I even lost my train of my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, facts. I feel like the last couple of weeks, which would be partly in August as well. It just, I have just felt like, ugh, not emotionally un- unhinged, but I just have kind of, like, just stuff. Like, I got a charge on my credit card, and it, it was a lot. It was a lot of money, and it was, a like, a twice-a-year retainer thing, and it was for $650. And I had my phone in my hand when the charge happened. Like, the email said, thank you for your payment. <laughs> Bro, I went off. Like I was writing so many messages to these people. Like, like I was writing an email. Like I was talking to the person in front of my face. Like, bro, after all the business we did, after all this, I canceled the subscription on the same day that the charge went out. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? 
I hope y'all ready for all my questions because I'm going to get my 650 where like, I'm just going off. So I read the message the next day. I'm like, you didn't, you really didn't have to do all that. <laughs> it could have just been like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm going to take it on the chin. I'm going to just take advantage of it. But no, and I was reading the email like, who, who, who responded like that? Like, what was, <laughs> what? Like, you telling people, oh, I hope you ready because I'm, a, it's basically like a business, like a business consultant thing. So now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be asking all these questions, setting up meetings. Like, I don't even have time to do that. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been, I've been, I've been all over the place uh, as well. Just really like taking steps. And also to give advice with this, I guess, is like you were saying, like needing to take those steps back. Like I had to meet with a customer and I'm, and I'm just like thinking all these things and hyping it up in my head. Like, Oh, this, this person is just, they're getting my nerves and yada, yada. Meeting went fine. It was just like uh, my mind just started painting a picture of something that wasn't even, it was like a predetermined mess. And I'm like, now my mood is reflective of a, of a meeting that didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like how many people do that where it's like Doug, that's not even how everything unfolded you wasted all that time pr- prior to the meeting or conversation or whatever it is in your life that you got to do feeling a way about something that didn't even happen and then yeah. when it happened and it was complete opposite for the positive it's like dang i could enjoy my morning commute but i'm just like mm-hmm. oh, everyone that called me like yeah i got this meeting yeah this lady be getting on my nerve like <laughs> maybe she got something else going on in her life that she has been or maybe August got her too so she was wilding out and (laughs) (laughs) And now we meet in September and she good (laughs) yo before we go into this episode let us know how your August went because I just know for a lot of people like in meetings personal friends um, August was a freaking trip like, girl, you can start the meeting. I mean, you can start the meeting. No, girl. this this um this meeting started. I mean, you got me saying this meeting started. This episode, this episode started, and that's the thing I like about the show is that we can have an idea of what we want to talk about or kind of touch on. But the reality is, people want to hear this. They want to hear an authentic, real conversation. That they're not that the other conversations are fake, but as far as like structure and, and knowing exactly, I think that. People are going to relate and probably will DM and drop comments and and say, I'm sorry, I just start laughing again about the prayer episode. I mean, the the prayer clip that I, that you shared last week. Uh, it's like laughing so hard. But we did want to talk a little bit about just different sayings and just kind of not like downplaying people's experiences, but is it enough when we're like, hey, you know, just take it one day at a time, just do this or just do that like does that sometimes become just robotic like jargon things that we just say or do you really think that people can apply like the taking it one day at a time and really get through it I'll say for myself sometimes it it'd be real more like it'd be way more than one day at a time like it'd be like one one part of the day so sometimes i'm like okay let me just get through work that's a part of the day then like let me just kind of you know be able to be my best self when i get home because when i walk through the door i'm a different version of myself i'm not the person that was at work all day now i have to be a mom i have to be a wife like i'm showing up differently so 
that's where I think sometimes like we might have to break it down a little bit more when it comes to sobriety as well as whatever other issues you're facing in your life. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because if we don't learn to have the ability to compartmentalize things or like chew things down into smaller bite sizes than just a day or something a little bit more grandiose, it's going to be hard. Because if, if you don't have that ability to like juggle, it's like, oh, take it one day at a time. But what part of it? Like all the things that are coming, is it the sobriety? Is it the marriage? Is it the relationship? Is it the job? Whatever it is. So if somebody has said that to you and you felt like, I don't even know what I'm doing in the next 10 minutes. That's okay. That's okay. Like you have to break it down because if you don't, not to scare anybody, but other things are going to happen. Life is not going to be, un it's going to be unapologetic. So it's not going to say, Hey Katie, um, is this a good time in your life for me to throw this at you? Whatever this is. So that's why I just wanted to kind of talk to that part about being able to offer people a little bit more than just saying one day at a time and, and how that can maybe help them or not. Yeah, I feel like this, for me, this conversation is all relative depending on like where someone is um, in their journey, but maybe it's not. And I guess where I'm going is that most of you may know, may not, if you don't, weird. I'm a very spiritually in tune person. I believe in God. I believe in my ancestors. I believe in a higher power. I believe in manifestation. I believe in affirmations. I believe in prayer and actions. Um, I believe in saying. I believe in positivity. You know, changing your mindset. Um, I believe in surrendering. But with all that being said, I feel like nowadays a lot of the emphasis is on us or who we are as an individual or even as a community and our inability to um, push through some of the things that we are experiencing in addiction or in recovery or in our early sobriety. When in reality, when we look around, and these systems that we're living through are making it extremely hard and difficult. Like, one, how is one day at a time going to help the fact that I can't pay my rent, right? And I can't pay my rent because maybe I can't, I can't, um, I can't get a well-paying job despite my level of education. Or I can't afford an apartment despite my job, despite my education level. Because of inf inflation, because of white supremacy, because of racism, whatever systems that are, are at play that we know are real, I know are real, and I feel like more now than ever, we're feeling the reality of a lot of these these systems of inflation, of greed, of of extreme capitalism. Uh, look at all these strikes that we're experiencing, right? No healthcare, of of um, which which is affecting the the mentality, that the emotional and mental state of the people, which then trickles down to how we experience each other and how we commune with each other. The other day, I was talking to someone, 
and they were telling me how they feel that when they were growing up, so maybe they're about like five, ten years older than me. That's like a huge gap. Maybe they're like they're older than me. I just don't know how old. They're just older than me. Like, I don't know. Um, maybe like they're about like eight years older than me. <clears throat> and they were telling me that how they feel like growing up that they were more there was more community and there was more togetherness and that people like they just felt like there was just there was something to hold on to but they don't feel like there's something to hold on to now and in my head i'm like mm-hmm. and in my head i am like hmm, let's think about this i think that there's two things i think that now we're living in a world where a lot of us are realizing that we, we're not okay, right? And that maybe for a long time we weren't okay, but we didn't know why we weren't okay. But now in the age of social media where people are sharing their stories, we have <clears throat> Sober Black Girls Club, we have the Grief Podcast, we have books. You know, if I didn't read the Bell Hooks book, I would never know things I would feel. I wouldn't be able to put words and, and, and labels and feelings to what I was really feeling. I wouldn't understand it, right? But here this woman wrote something that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been experiencing, but couldn't really formulate it in words. And I think that now that we have access to a lot of other people's experiences where we can claim them, um, I think that it's 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 undeniable, and we can't just smile through life and skate through the parks and skipping and and collecting dandelions and flowers and pretending like everything is all dandy. We're like during the boomers' age, back in the day, that's what they did. I don't mean that they experienced anything less than what we experienced. I just think that they had a different focus, which is really to work, and I don't think that they was to work and to build and I don't think that they really had access or yeah access to a lot of you know they didn't have instant access like we do now with social media and the internet to various experiences and, and knowledge but I still think that they were experiencing it and because they were experiencing these things and because they didn't handle it we as children suffered from their parenting right so I think that like now it's just undeniable of like we are suffering because of systems that, that are at play that trickle down into our homes, that trickle down into how we our parents raised us, that trickle down to how we treat ourselves. And we have realized, like we told in this podcast all the time, that the fix isn't easy. Literally, we started this beginning of this podcast talking about like Oh, I have abandonment issues, rejection issues. I didn't know I had those issues. I didn't know that those. Like, I just thought I had self-esteem, like low self-esteem. My low self-esteem issues come from abandonment issues. Like yep. that's the foundation. I didn't even know there was a second part to that, right? Mm-hmm. So we know it is not easy. We know it's not just going to therapy, reading one book, and a lot of us are contemplating or fighting or struggling with making the decision of am I going to stay on this path? Not saying that it's linear, but am I going to stay on this path? Am I going to stay on this path of healing, of, of getting better, of going to therapy, of, you know, being with community, of maybe sobriety, wellness or whatever, or am I going to be um, in the constant state of like delusion 
and a constancy of, of, of escaping or ignoring. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, how can those who are healing, and it doesn't mean we're perfect. Like, I'm not perfect at all, you know? But I have a level of consciousness that does make living, makes, that makes, when I hear one day at a time, I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> one day at a time is not always, it's just, it's not helpful. <laughs> as optimistic as I am, spiritual as I am, Sometimes I cannot affirm my way out of of a negative feeling or out of a bad day. My consciousness has allowed me to see that it's not me. It's not just me. I, I'm not the problem. The problem is the society that we are living in, the systems that are, are pl at play. And it's hard being con being this conscious and then living in a world, interacting in a world with just some people who who have come to the, the place in their life where they, they acknowledge that they are hurt, that there are problems. But I guess we just said, we know that healing is, is hard. It takes, it takes years. It takes time. It takes retracting. It takes regressing and then progressing. Who are just going to stay in their delusion, stay in their escapism. You know, they're going to work their way out of their their pain. They're going to work their way out of their pain. They're going to drink their way out of their pain and they're going to drug their way out of their pain for as long as they can until until they can't. And that might look like ending in death. So I, I, I know I'm going on a rant, but I want to say that like, yeah, some, there's going to be some days where we can't affirm our way out of a bad day. We can think our way out of a bad day. Nowadays, in today's world, in today's society, I'm sorry, it's, it's not always possible. And for me, the tool that has been the most helpful for me is just leaning on community, having my experiences validated by other people, being made known that I'm not crazy. Like, I'm experiencing this, this, and that, and it has nothing to do with the way I'm thinking. It has nothing to do with my mindset. It has to do with greed. It has to do with racism. It has to do with sexism. It has to do with... what? What is that thing where, like, <laughs> people who are just, like, wealth just trickles down into, like, the same within one family? Like, whatever that's called. Oh, nepotism? Nepotism. You ain't gonna about to. You ain't about to make me feel crazy thinking it's me. <laughs> and that's that. I'm done. No, you said a lot. A lot of a lot of good stuff. I even really we could have pissed it because I. But I was thinking about the thought is that we can't affirm our. You can't always just affirm your way out of a bad day, and that's like so powerful. And, and just kind of touching a little bit more on what you were saying. As we start to wrap up here, I was trying to find out, I was texting to see the documentary that we watched. I'm wondering if you saw or anyone saw the documentary called Breaking on Netflix. So it was about, yes. um, you saw oh, it? No. Oh, it was about Brian Brown Easley. So he was a, a Marines Corps veteran and it took place, the whole movie took place inside the bank. Is, is that draw, did that bring any bells at all? Yeah, but it wasn't a documentary, it was a movie. No, no, I mean, I'm sorry, I meant to say the movie. Okay, yes. But the movie is about a real story. And that the reason why I was thinking about it, too, was because 
that was one of the most moving films that I've watched in a long time because anytime it's a, a true story, obviously it's, it's extremely heartbreaking to, to have witnessed that. But it lends me to the point that those people in the bank, if you didn't watch it, I'm, I don't, I mean, I don't really want to spoil it for you, but at the same time, it's a story that happened and it's, it's a little bit old. But the ladies in the bank kept trying to say like, well, we can just do this or, or we could just do that. And more of like a, on the lines of a, you know, one day at a time or like this, this quick fix or this one thing. But with him, it was about principle. It wasn't the fact that I want my money back. So basically he was a veteran and his money had been taken, his check that he gets as a veteran from the, the VA and his money was taken because of a loan payment that they said that he had, which he was adamant about that he did not, it was not his loan. Like he was good on his loans. And in the end, he actually was. They showed the lady telling that it really was a mistake. So he goes into the bank, holds the bank up, not because he wanted to take any money, not because he wanted to harm anybody, but because of the mere principle of what happened to him. But I'm tying it together because they just kept saying like, oh, we'll, we'll just put the money in the bank. This is the two hostages that worked at the bank. And that was not good enough for him. He wanted the people who did him wrong to make it right. And also he did have some mental health um, issues as well. And I think he might have been off of his medication. But again, my point is that you can't go to a person like that in that scenario and be like, one day at a time, bro, like come back tomorrow or like, let's try to figure it out. Like we really don't know on what edge or where somebody's at or their vantage point that they're seeing life from. So maybe depending on your vantage point and your perspective on life, one day at a time might work for you. Maybe that could have helped you today. Maybe a, another quote that you saw on Instagram might have been able to change a day. But there's a lot of people who that's just not going to penetrate. And it, and it just may not be enough depending on the deck that they're dealing with. So I want to encourage you to watch that movie uh, movie because it was just a, another depiction of how things go in, in the world of a black man who was a veteran and wasn't treated properly after he was out of service and all that stuff like that. And just how those things trickle down to his his child's mother and then to his daughter and all those stuff like that so not to bring the episode down in terms of sadness but to bring it into the reality that if you have been having a hard time and you feel like certain quotes or, or even like meetings or whatever you're going through or doing doesn't seem to be helping you just as much as it might help somebody else like understand that Maybe they're a quote-driven person, and that is the thing that has always worked for them. Maybe journaling can work for somebody else, and it may not work for you. Like, don't feel like there's a one-size-fits-all for how we got to get through this journey that we call life, because it's going to keep throwing different things at us. So, just got to keep leaning in and trying to compartmentalize, be our authentic selves, examine and evaluate our issues, so they don't continue on. And you find out like, hey, I got all of that. I thought I only had this and this. And like Katie said, you won't know sometimes until you're faced with a scenario that smacks you in the face with your internal issues. So yeah, man, guys, listen, just keep working on yourself. Katie, you can um like end us on whatever else you might want to say, but I, I, I'm a mic drop there. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that like, I think it's important just to understand that like our coping mechanisms, the things that we feel, the things that might work for us one day might not work with us another day but they might work with us again another day there's some days i wake up like i'm a person i understand the need for routine especially in early sobriety i truly truly do but girl when my body feels like i'm not i don't want to do this shit i'm not doing it i'm, I'm not doing it um so for example like if i wake up 
in the morning. I do do some mirror work where in the, uh, I'll like look in the mirror, say some nice affirmations. And there's sometimes where like there's days where it's hard for me to say affirmation. Generally, I'm like a week before my period. And I'm really not feeling like the bad B that I generally do feel. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, an affirmation to say something like, I love and approve of myself might really be really, really hard for me to say. Where, like, I'm, I'm like, in tears. And then there's some days where I'm like, girl, I already know this. I don't need to say this. Let me do something else that's going to, like, uplift my morning. <laughs> like, you know what I'm trying to say? And that's fine. Like, that is totally fine. Like, I literally, I don't get me wrong. If, if routines work for you great i think that routines are are amazing and they're great for everyone i just don't think that all routines have to be forever i think that we can make routines something that can be changing in some aspect or or swift or temporary um but my routine is to wake up and check in with like what do i need in this moment what morning ritual is going to really set it off for me and help me make this a really, really, really good day. I know from experience that trying to do all everything in the morning just doesn't work for me. It just it just feels so robotic. It feels it doesn't feel aligned. It doesn't feel excuse me. Sometimes I can't concentrate or focus on exactly what I'm trying to get out of what ritual because I only have so much time and even with the days that I don't have time it's just like all right this felt like work this didn't really feel I don't want to say aligned but this didn't really feel as um I don't know what the word I'm looking for I don't want, I want to say invigorating but I'm like this is not a yogurt commercial this really didn't like <laughs> have me feeling the way I actually wanted to feel. And I have to be honest with myself, like, why does my morning routine have to be integrated in productivity? Like, again, it's goes back to, like, white supremacy and overproductivity and, like, even in, like, you know, being in certain 12 steps program. Can I do this? Can I do that? Can I do this? Can you relax? Can I just wake up and, like, look at the sun and, like, drink my coffee over this, uh, under the sun? Like, you calm down? So again, I think that like we're in, I'm not against affirmations at all. You know, most days I'll be honest, not saying one day at a time. I don't generally say that. That's not something that generally one day at a time. No, that's not something necessarily I generally say. But I will say that like say things like, well, this is just temporary say things like, you know, um, say things to myself, like affirmations, similar to one day at a time, they do help me on most days, but I give myself grace and understanding on the days that I'm like, F this, it's not helpful, <laughs> like, I need some Chinese food, I need um, a good movie, and I need to maybe subscribe with some apps right now, just to get to this day, because if I don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be something even worse than than that I that I need it to be, right? There's some days I'm just able to just sit down on my bed and just go through the motions and really just like be one with my feelings. And that those are good days too. But the and all be all is just to give yourself grace and just really be true to what you're feeling and, and just to not pick up and to not drink and to not whatever it is that you're trying to abstain from because I guess what we all know is that that ain't gonna bring you nowhere besides 
give you aftermath anxiety aftermath depression and just have you even feeling worse like i that's the only thing that i truly 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 you know you could unmute your mic i truly hate about like giving in to drinking or smoking to um combat any uncomfortable feelings i may be feeling it's just that like now you feel so much worse than you did before and now you have to spend the next two three days just regulating your nervous system and your emotions and then you have to get back on track and getting back into some habit or um excuse me ritual or morning ritual or some type of systems just to give you some type of some type of yeah some type of ritual or um what's what i'm looking for some type of Normal. Yeah, I didn't want to say like tradition. It's not it. <laughs> yeah, some type of normalcy through your day, and then you have to go through another couple of days figuring out like what, remembering what you didn't like, remembering what you do like. So I can say from experience, I just will say, even though I understand why we do give in because we're only human, and sometimes the feelings that we feel are just so uncomfortable. I can say that just drinking has never, drinking, smoking for me per se has never. Um, made the situation better and that's that I, I couldn't agree more so we hope this episode was good for you and uh, yeah we're gonna see y'all next time peace bye y'all I was about to say you better say bye y'all